0: You're listening to Thursday Mornings with Alex and Don. Team Ed. Don is a pastor with 40 years experience. And Alex is just
1: as curious as
0: you are. We look at the most important and interesting questions about the Bible and Christian faith. So let's talk about it. Pastor Don. Good morning. How are you doing?
1: Good. I'm doing good. Good. At least until you give me that first question, I'm doing good. Uh, Oh, (laughs) you
0: The first one's going to be easy. Uh, It's actually, I think this will be a fun episode, honestly. Um, This one came from my son, Charlie. Charlie. Uh, We were talking. um, God bless you, Charlie. He gives me some of the best content, I think, and just the most joy from the questions he asks Um, because he's all about fun. you know, And about being ornery and sometimes, you know, it gets it grinds on me, and that brings my mother a lot of enjoyment because mm. uh, she says I deserve it. I don't know what that means, but Go,
1: what goes around comes around. Yes. Mm-hmm.
0: Anyways, we're talking <laughs> about uh, um, something something like this, the Adam's apple, right? Yes. And so he asked me, you know, an Adam's apple. I don't really like apples, Dad. I was like, because <laughs> I was like, you're gonna get one, you know, you're gonna it's, get it's one. Gonna one too. And so he wanted to know what it was. And he says, I don't, so there's like an apple in there. No, there's no apple there. And so then we kind of talked about Adam and Eve. But why why did God uh, give us that Adam's apple?
1: Well, it's part of our thyroid and hormone development. you know. Mm-hmm. So scientifically, it comes from that. But I think there's always going to be points of distinction between the male and female because he created us male and female mm-hmm. two be in his image. Okay. I mean, there's, there's some image things. You're not complete without Carly. Mm -hmm. She's your partner. She's your mate. She completes you. Well, scientifically, there are things we bring to that mix. Emotionally, there's things that we bring to that mix. I think even spiritually, there's things that we bring to that mix. Certainly. Man and woman. And, uh, I mean, the woman is nurture Mm -hmm. and we are nature. I mean, that's sort of what we bring to the, the plate, the realism of this is how the world works. But we don't always bring that empathetic, nurturing piece that kids need. And so that's why we do it as family. Uh, So God's made us like we are for a reason. Agreed.
0: Anything else? There's no biblical context for the Adam's Mm. apple, you don't think?
1: Well, it comes from the fact that Adam, you know, swallowed the apple Yep. but it's stuck in his throat mm-hmm. kind of thing. And sin always sticks in our throat. So when you go to Genesis chapter three, you know, it's, it goes back to the apple. Okay. That's the, that's our, where the, I, that I got fruit. a little
0: stuck on that because he understands the uh, Adam and Eve story. I mean, to an extent that a four-year-old boy can and yeah. retain the, the information. The fall of man. Right. Yeah. So that's kind of where I got stuck with, you know, it,
1: it wasn't really like a punishment because it's not like the Adam's apple punishes us, but. No, but it is a reminder. Okay. It is a good reminder. And, and interestingly enough, while Eve took the apple and ate of it and then shared it with Adam, mm-hmm. it stuck in Adam's throat. Right. And so it's a reminder, I think, spiritually, that, you know, we are the spiritual head of our house. Okay. And the responsibility to bring up our families in a godly way rests a little bit more on our shoulders as men than it does on the women's shoulders. Because we are representing that that nature of God, that you know, there's consequences to actions. Yeah, uh, the 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 uh, you, you just can't do everything you feel like doing whenever you feel like doing it. <laughs> and, and we as men sort of understand that, you know, over well, we grow in our understanding sure. of it anyway. Yeah, that's fine. Because life doesn't go on if we just do what we want to do all the time. And part of the maturity of a male is understanding that there are consequences for our actions Mm -hmm. and uh, we have to live into those consequences. Then we get the choice to say, I don't need to do that anymore. And I can then discipline myself to do better actions. And that's part of being a guy.
0: Yep. So it's not just there to remind us not to listen to the ideas of our spouse
1: right okay
0: all right so on on the topic of God's design <laughs>
1: you're right you're having way too much fun uh, yeah
0: all right so on the topic of kind of God's design I, I was thinking and I had come across some like you know funny pictures um where people are, like renaming animals you know like like the, the prickly rabbit which is just you know, like a cute little porcupine but it's gonna stab you and stuff but hmm
1: Brickly rabbit.
0: All these odd designs that we see from some of the animals. Now, like, we call it design, obviously. Because I don't understand how a platypus evolves to be that way. But it sure, I'm not sure if it thrives. I guess I don't know much about a platypus. But
1: I'm not, a, I'm, I don't have any friends that are. No, but they're weird looking. Yeah. They're very have, strange. My friends? You're strange,
0: strange, very strange. <laughs> yes, I'm one of
1: them. Okay. But platypuses are weird.
0: Yes. Yeah, and but there's a lot of different animals that, uh, it's they're almost like it was comical how God made them. They're like almost like you know, like, with the mosquito, like why? It's almost like God's like, how can we get people to spray a whole bunch of chemicals on themselves and slap themselves in the face? That's well, good mosquito. Yeah, it's the only time I ever really hit myself in the face like that.
1: What with a mosquito. Yeah. Why does God make things so unique huh? yeah yeah
0: where where is it just for us to be in awe or is it a perfect whole system because I think we've seen you know different animals go extinct from time to time and it doesn't seem to be a big deal yet we put a lot of you know importance on um, making sure that we don't let the bald eagles go extinct right. or the, you know the the whale a certain species of whale or something like that.
1: And we're still discovering new species. Right. Uh, on the news last night, there was a new species found in in the ocean. Uh, so we're, part of it is nature is continuing to move mm-hmm. and adapt. And we know the adaptation, abdication within a species can, occurs even today. Uh, was it entertaining? Probably, yeah. And we have it in... Uh, Genesis chapter two and, uh, about, uh, when Adam was naming everything and that is, uh, 19 through 22. Oh, well, yeah. You also get into the woman at that point Mm -hmm. where he made the woman. Uh, part of it is also part of the balance ecosystem of our world. Mm -hmm. I mean, all these pieces work together. Oh, yeah. And you need all these, I mean, you need a predator to take care of all the little creatures, but you need the little creatures to take care of the insects. Yep. And so they all sort of build on each other in this massive ecosystem that's not only based on land, but also in an ocean and also in the air. And it's not three separate systems, it is one system designed by Almighty God, and those three systems also work together together in harmony yeah and that's how we get weather sure and so it's it's all ordained if you will mm-hmm. put in place by a divine creator
0: yeah how, how do we figure out how much we need to intercede
1: and that that's really the part that we have to work with we're given uh, the stewardship right. of the earth i mean that's back in genesis chapter 2 uh that he that we we are made that way to take care of this earth even before the fall we were made that way to take care of the earth and we know that we can press the system too far i think we've seen what happened uh, in industrial uh england back in the end of the 19 1800s early 1900s and then all of a sudden they said oh we're not gonna burn coal anymore right and then their atmosphere changed mm-hmm and uh so we can have negative and positive effects. Yeah. And we do need to govern that a bit. But it, it seems like these things we even become even the most uh stoic, uh critical among us begin to realize, oh hey, we gotta take care of this or this is gonna be a major problem. Right. Uh erosion in Iowa. Yeah. And we started tiling and we did uh we did uh, terraces and uh, waterways and land structures to stop the erosion. Then in addition to that, we went with no-till farming yeah. and to, to keep the erosion down. Yeah. And that clean that's is presently cleaning up the Mississippi from that silt. Mm-hmm. Uh, if we can clean the sewage out of it, we'd be in better shape. Yeah. But you know, we begin to be aware because we watch the world around us that there's things that we need to change. Yeah. And then we, reply to it. Right. And, and then you get people saying that things could change like this in five years and 10 years. And sometimes they cry wolf too f- fast.
0: Yeah. I, I've, I've, so I'm awfully, I have big gripes about that kind of stuff where it's, you know, just pinpointing one certain, picking on one certain aspect or one certain industry and saying like, this is to blame. Now we need to regulate this thing. And it's hard. I mean, even with agriculture, um, Cause we do no-till, we do cover crops. I mean, I feel like it was three years ago, maybe where, you know, you see all the residue in the field. So, you know, like this, the corn stalks. Mm-hmm. um, and we were told, you know, oh yeah, the earthworms are gonna, you know, just leave the stock standing, you know, don't try to knock it down with anything. Leave it standing. The earthworms are just going to suck it all the way down. Oh really? Well, I mean, it might've said- even been five years ago, but since then, the genetics of the corn has changed so much that getting that strong, robust stock, came at a premium value that everyone wanted and now like that stuff sticks around for four years and doesn't decay now
1: and the earthworm earthworm looks at it and says you gotta Ooh, be boy. kidding me dude this is tough chewing <laughs> man i can't digest the stock
0: very well but that's one thing where it's just it you see that and then so there's another problem trying to solve it you know we thought we had something solved and then the genetics changed because we wanted this and now it's another thing and that's so tough to wrap your head around because then if you wanted to be a no-till farmer now all of a sudden you're you're kind of looking at some of that tillage equipment and you know, I have a buddy who's a big salesman for mm-hmm. tillage equipment and he calls me every once in a while trying to would this work to get no-till farmers to buy some tillage and i was like not not me yeah well that sounds like tillage dude mm-hmm. well it's only a little bit of a dirt a little bit of dirt on top that's not you know, i'm like what's well, tillage man but taking care of that environment yeah big deal
1: it is it no, I, and we've gone all the way from ploughing yeah. where everything was turned under all, turned away all the way until just leave it there on top. Mm-hmm. So I, I have, So maybe there is something in between.
0: Well yeah, maybe there is. Yeah. Just saying. saying. Yeah. Uh, I had a question about um, as far as like stewardship of the land and animals. Um, is 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 there a separation? And I'm trying to think of what verse and I know it's in Genesis. Um where we're, where it specifically calls us to, you know, tend and take care uh, in a well manner, the livestock, it seems like the word isn't livestock. I think the Greek mostly says animals, but it seems to implicate that it is the animals that we are taking care of for consumption, right? Or, or Or the things like taking care It is our responsibility to take care of this thing because it's for our consumption and do not treat it like it is just something purely to consume, right? It also is an animal that God made, and so therefore we are to take care of it. But does that mean all the animals? Right? Because, like, I'm not eating panda bears.
1: Right. So it would be chapter 2, and uh, the Lord made all kinds of trees that were pleasing to the eye in the middle of it. But, okay, did it work? He made, he made us. Oh, and man became a living being.
0: Unfortunately, I'm recording this on my yeah, phone, but i I had, it, sorry. I had it tagged in there. I just forgot to write it
1: down. He put us in the garden that he had formed, and he gave the garden to the man to working to take care for to care of it, and that's two fifteen, Genesis two fifteen, and that talks about that piece. When you go to chapter nine of Genesis, it talks about. Uh, Be fruitful, increase in number, and fill the earth. The fear fear and dread of you will fall upon all the beasts of the earth and the birds of the air, upon every creature that moves on the ground, and upon all fish of the sea. They are given into your hands. Everything that lives and moves will be food for you, just as I gave you the green plants. Now I give you everything. But you must not eat meat that has the lifeblood in it, and your lifeblood I will demand surely on an accounting. I will demand an accounting from every animal and from each man too. I will be demand accounting for the life of his fellow man. So basically he's saying, dudes, it's all yours. Mm-hmm. Cause he had done the fruit before. Right. And now it's in chapter nine after the flood, after Noah, then it's also we're given meat to eat mm-hmm. and to, to take care of the animals. So it's it's more than and every living creature. I now establish my covenant with you and with your descendants and with every living creature that is with you, the birds, the livestock, and all wild animals, all those that came out of the ark with you. Every living creature on earth, I establish a covenant with you. Never again will all life be cut off from the waters of the flood. Never again will there be a flood to destroy the earth
0: mm-hmm yeah I, I assume you're a big fan of the uh eating meat and not just uh fruits and vegetables mm-hmm well you know how much I like vegetables yeah
1: yeah green beans and corn I, I like green beans and corn
0: okay and I assume you talked to God a little bit about that and said you know it's okay for me to not eat these vegetables right
1: I just praise God. the Lord for chapter nine of Genesis you know <laughs> give me a sirloin yes meat and potatoes I'm a meat and potatoes man okay Give me green beans on the side. That's good. Okay. Corn once in a while too. But yeah. There's
0: not much difference if, between your, uh, your palate than my uh, four-year-old.
1: Okay. Yeah. Me and Charlie. Mm-hmm. Uh, just don't stick me on a Daniel fast. You know. No. No. I could die. <laughs> I mean, let's get real. I'd lose more than a few pounds.
0: There's so many good vegetables out there that God made just for you though.
1: I, uh, yeah, I need the Holy Spirit <laughs> to make that, you're very clear to me. Okay. Yeah. I all need right. the Holy Spirit's counsel on vegetables. Oh, boy. Okay. That's fair.
0: <laughs> um, a, a few of the other animals I thought that were interesting, as far as like you look at it, and I see God's creation, and it seemed like all the, the things that have eight legs are the weirdest ones. Mm-hmm. And uh, like the spider, why eight legs, eight eyes, and a And a butt that makes rope very Mm -hmm. weird, right? of course, to catch the small things. Right. Mm -hmm. But then the octopus is another, such a strange one.
1: Well, octopus is the spider of the sea. Well,
0: well, it only has two eyes, but -hmm. all those little arms
1: Mm -hmm.
0: or big arms in some cases are so powerful, like, and and each one of them has like their own brain. Mm -hmm. Like that's where the brain, it doesn't have like a normal brain it's a very strange conception and some people say if like if there's alien life that's what it would look like because it's so different from everything it really
1: doesn't have another parallel no No, uh -uh. it's
0: not like birds where you see Mm -hmm. the different shapes of birds beaks and they have that shape because they're to get you know they're catching this insect to eat and so they're made a very specific way
1: yeah it's odd. yeah but then the other side of the coin is they're given that part of god's creation Mm -hmm for their food source to keep that in balance. Yeah. And the octopus, I'm not sure. Do they have a specific food source? I think they're just sort of the cleaners of the sea, you know? Oh yeah. I feel like they're just
0: going out there, just tearing stuff up just and they pretty much everything can, they can eat them. I mean, you see big suction marks on giant whales and stuff that they've Mm -hmm. tried to chew. Yeah. Get after. Yeah. But depending on
1: the site is the octopus. mm -hmm. Yeah.
0: But then they're also like really cool mothers. How they give birth in a little den, and die, and the little octopus eat the mom.
1: Mm.
0: Weird.
1: That, that is that weird. Circle of life. That is so alien. Strange. Yeah. That's alien. Yeah. You've done more study of octopus than I have.
0: Well, I've listened to a lot of stuff. There, there, there's, there's a really awesome documentary on Netflix actually, and it's like called My Octopus Teacher. Awesome. Really cool visual. Okay. Um and just learning about it. It's, it's really cool.
1: Good. Yeah. I'll have to check that one out.
0: Yeah. So as we're taking care of, you know, all the things on the earth, what I, I've thought, I've thought about this before. It's like, what in God's eyes, what's more important, current humans, future humans? Uh, because we've thought about, you know, we, we place importance on the future, mm-hmm. right? Setting
1: aside, you know, a certain amount of money, you want to give as well. If you don't put some importance on current humans, there won't be future right. humans, And so there has to be some consistency between the two. Sure. And uh, planning, yeah, I guess I don't mind planning my family and and thinking about my responsibility of future as far as being a, a grandpa to my my grandchildren, a father to my children. Uh, uh, my dad, I know, invested in my generation. My granddad invested in my generation. and mm-hmm. uh, So I, I don't see the exclusivity of present and future. Okay. Because I think they're so dependent mm-hmm. on each other. Yeah. Uh, even, even you go to uh, uh, Exodus 20, and in the middle of the Ten Commandments is the one uh, love... Uh, love the Lord your God. And then it ends with this part, the sins of the fathers will be visited to the third and fourth generation of those who hate God and his love to the thousand generations. And so if we're not thinking about the here and now, it really affects the future. Yeah. And if we're not taking care of our sin here and now, it negatively impacts the future. And so I think the isolation that we're currently living in with the uh, humanistic religion, it's me and my, and I'll do it my way kind of thinking Mm -hmm. is, is negatively impacting the future of the human creation. Sure. I see a lot of people that are,
0: that are of more worldly ideals. Non Christians or something, um, they tend to really care about the environment, though, in the future,
1: and that's nice.
0: Yeah. Whereas, whereas I see the the more Christian values is is not. I shouldn't say it that way. It might be more of like a right versus left, like political leanings, where like the right tends to strew more um, Bible believing Christians notice I said Bible believing on there because some people would say they are Christians but they, they mm-hmm. tend to st- but Bible believing Christians they aren't as concerned necessarily or aren't placing as much importance on you know green energy and stuff like that I mean, and, and that's you know that's that's a it's pro- I'm saying that's a stereotype and it's not yeah, completely and, and true we have
1: a, some difficulty if we put it all in one basket uh those stereotypes what's interesting is so those that are Caring for the environment are pretty, sometimes they're very self-centered, but if they didn't do that part, could we do this other part? Mm-hmm. And and I guess I'm a little bit more, I want to make sure the gospel moves forth. I want to make sure we have healthy families moving into the future. I want to make sure that God's word is carried into the future in a noble way. Mm-hmm. And I, I know that in that mix, God's going to somehow help this world be a little better. Yeah. And I think that not only is our families and our churches and, and evangelism, but I also think when I look at what God has done through godly people, I think he's also helped the earth through godly people Mm -hmm. because, uh, we, we take responsibility for what's been given into our hands. And so we're going to take care of it. Right. It's our responsibility. That's right. And for our farmers, it's exactly where their livelihood comes from. Yep. And you're not just going to let it go to waste. Right. You're not going to tear it up. Yep. You're going to take care of it. Yep.
0: It's it's a beautiful opportunity, but yeah, it, sometimes it's hard to digest the full scope of what it actually means to be caring for the earth, be caring for the land, the animals that we have. Yeah. It's it's a tough one.
1: And so that's why I wanted to differentiate the secular humanist point of view which basically says i'm responsible for me and nobody else and it's all for me nobody else and it's a very selfish point of view Mm -hmm. uh that's different than christianity
0: okay yeah i like that that's a good uh that's a good wrap on that okay all right you pray us out don
1: i can do that heavenly father we thank you for your great love and mercy who's loved us from the very first time any of us were created until this very present moment. And those who come after us, Lord, you will also love. We pray, Heavenly Father, that many hearts will turn to you. Help us be good communicators of your love. In Jesus' name, amen.
0: Amen. Well, thanks everyone for joining us today. Um, If you have time, say a little bit of prayer for everyone out there in the fields farming, Mm. gathering grain in these lean kind of years. Um, It's easy to you know, try to do something in, in, in order to make ends meet or right. in order to make up some time or something just to put a little bit extra in that bin. And, uh, uh we, we just pray for your safety, um,
1: to make good decisions in that time too. So take your time guys. Yep. yep. And, and, uh, yeah, you've got our prayers. Yep. It, it's rough out there. Yes.
0: All right, everyone. Thanks for joining us today. We will see y'all next week. Lord willing. Bye. Thanks again for joining us for this week's episode. We are both having a ton of fun making these videos and episodes. And if you're having fun too, please tell a friend about this and help us to grow this mission.
1: Thank you and God bless.